0: What's up, everybody? It is Ashley, and this is the Mama's Den, and I am here with three of my favorite ladies, and I will let them introduce themselves.
1: I'm Felicia LeFour. Oh my, oh,
0: my. God,
1: I almost took my teeth out. Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh my God, imagine my teeth. Does it, hurt? Tooth does just does fell it still
2: off? hurt? Because oh, you don't have to play it that's out. Like if it no, it, just, it didn't hurt. <laughs> I'm
0: like, that's. I'm like, thank
1: God.
2: Girl,
0: your teeth
1: look good. Too. They're that very been yeah, a shame. They they look
2: Very
3: even.
1: I <laughs> was like, whoa, child. Oh.
3: I said my name. Perfect. (laughs) Just making sure the teeth are there. I'm Melanie Fiona. And
2: I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. And I got a secret topic for y'all.
3: A secret topic. Secret topic? Secret-ish. Okay. okay?
2: Secret-ish. All right. I am totally Mm. obsessed with women's bodies post-baby. Like I'm obsessed. Like like on Instagram, I'm like constantly looking like, did this person have work done? Did they not? Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, why did this too. person? Like I mean, sometimes you're looking at people who you know didn't have work. And like, why did her body do that? Yeah, Tiana yeah. Taylor. And mine did this. Yeah, well, perfect. See, but she's a dancer, singer, performer. I was a
0: dancer too. I have six to pack after I had my
2: baby. <laughs> <laughs> a week later after her baby slid out in the bathtub. She right. Was showing up a up day later. Sweater. Okay, yeah. but anyway. So I'm totally obsessed. I'm, first off, I need to know if I'm alone here. No, no, you're
1: not.
0: A I love women's bodies in general. Period. Like yeah. I just love women's bodies, and definitely I'm interested in the after birthing. Yeah. Just because it's, we all have such different experiences, and I'd be like,
2: "Why, God?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Like I mean, and I, and and yes, no. I think we all love ourselves. Okay, we love yeah. ourselves, but I definitely just have a hard time um, figuring out like my comfort level with this body, yeah. And what I want to do. And um, I have thought about plastic surgery a lot. So, okay, but my first question to you all is what surprised you, good or bad, about your body after having kids? Oh, my stomach.
1: What
3: surprised you, good or bad? Yeah. I mean, good, I developed more curves than I had before. Yeah, Mm -hmm. same. You know, like I I had more hips and Mm -hmm. my thighs were a little thicker and I was okay with all of that. What surprised me? Um, In not so, uh, not such a self-loving way was the fact that just loose skin. Yeah. I mean, my breasts also, they just completely took a different form. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like, I used to have, I used to have deep breasts already Mm -hmm. before, but they just sat up. Yeah. After I breastfed and had a baby, they sat forward. Yeah. yeah. So it, I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to having to wear two sports bras to run on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was really mm-hmm. uncomfortable for me. But that loose skin and the diastasis recti, or belly. Yeah. Okay, wait, we have to explain
2: that, child. Okay. Because people don't even know, like you have babies and don't even know what diastasis let's be clear,
3: most black women
0: don't even know they have it because they don't even get properly checked yeah. there's mm-hmm. like really terrible postpartum care for black women so I did a it. self e- exam to find out it. that right. I had so it so Googled. Melanie had yeah.
2: it
3: Same. I have it Cody I have it me too Yeah.
2: oh my gosh yeah. all of us. Yeah. I okay. mean
3: most women do have it and, yeah. and the fact of the matter is is that a lot of it goes di- undiagnosed and then we mm-hmm. sit there and we're like well why can't I lose this mama belly yeah. and yeah. a lot of it is because your abdominal wall has separated yeah, correct. and then you're and doing the wrong exercises. Doing the exercises you can't
2: plank you can't
3: crunch all of that makes it worse Yeah, And which can exacerbate it and make it worse. And, you know, I think the thing that happened for me was prior to having children, I would critique that body at its finest, Mm -hmm. smallest, fittest. Mm -hmm. And now the amounts of self-love I've had to exercise Mm -hmm. on this new body Mm -hmm. to not compare it to that old body is just the greatest lesson that I've had to experience personally for self-love. Because it's just... And especially, like you said, going online and seeing women in this obsession of like, well, did they and how did they not? And women either being truthful about it or not. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like
2: you can't trust anything. You can't. True. You only can trust the people you know personally that you can ask. right? Right. And I'm just, I'm just so curious about it. So for me, I was surprisingly happy with how I was able to uh, snap back is the wrong word because I don't feel like I've snapped back stomach wise but the rest of my body like mm-hmm. my legs are cute yeah. my shoulders are cute my uh, like shoulders, of the, the arms look nice <laughs> shoulders my elbows my clavicle my, my, my girl, clavicle what? is one of my best features my okay, knuckles look amazing right but, <laughs> but all them things make me look skinny right. mm-hmm. yes and then I have like a stomach that I'm not comfortable with mm-hmm. right but I will say I'm happy that it's not worse yeah okay? no that makes sense yeah so that That's was fair. a big surprise for me and then like I didn't know what to expect from my boobs I've always had small boobs they got big when, they, when I was pregnant and mm-hmm. when I was breastfeeding, and then they just disappear, child. <laughs> uh,
0: disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah. Mine got bigger. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. always baffles Mine me. Mine stayed big. You know what? I yeah. think that when people tell you to look at your mom, that's not always true i Mm-mm. think i took after my dad's sisters my mm-hmm. mom had four kids she has no stretch marks her breasts got smaller after each child my mom is really tall she's really thin yeah even she said the most she weighed when she was pregnant was 140 oh wow i weighed that shit before i had a baby right. so i really? was just like yeah With my mom is self? really oh well before i had um your I see. A, I was 140, but yeah. that was like I weighed 140 at my wedding, but that was muscle yeah. because norm, You have to, I'm almost five eight. Like I'm five seven and half ish, but my body I carry most of my weight in my breasts. I've always been really thin with big breasts, so 140 for me is like that's the perfect weight because yeah. it's, the, distri- and when I'm, it's yes, distributed. it's distributed like properly, but. I feel like I have body dysmorphia anyway because mm-hmm. I did ballet my whole life. Mm-hmm. All I was doing was standing in the mirror, picking my body apart every single day. Mm-hmm. Like when I look back at my body, it makes me sad because mm-hmm. I'm like, I did not appreciate uh. myself at all. I wasn't wearing crop tops mm-hmm. or tank tops or anything. And I thought I was so big. Mm-hmm. It actually makes me really sad because yeah. I was really skinny mm-hmm. to the point where I was underweight. Even my doctor told me like, you are really underweight for your height. Mm-hmm but i keep comparing myself to that body and that wasn't even a healthy body mm. like it was healthy but that's my natural weight but still it wasn't even healthy do you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. so now my biggest struggle is just not looking at the scale number one yeah Absolutely. i don't look at the
2: scale no ever. i know
0: but i do like that is really bad for me yeah but equally i had to relearn to love like my stomach i really remember after i had amira I had the snapback. I lost... Um, I only gained 20 pounds every time I'm pregnant. I only mm, gained man, 20 pounds. That's it. You. I've never gained more than 20 pounds before when I was pregnant. i drop it all. But after I had Isia, I mean, it was different. The I gained third. weight. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. that was a terrible experience for me. But when I had Amira... I remember I lost all the weight. I looked in the mirror and I just started crying because my stretch marks, Mm -hmm. they're lighter than my skin. So it's not like, oh, put this cream on and it'll lighten them up. Mm -hmm. So it's very noticeable. I'm very dark. So they're like light. And I just cry every day. I remember I would not look at my stomach. I didn't Mm -hmm. want you to touch my stomach. And it just was such a point of contention for me. I still really don't like it. Yeah. I, I just have accepted it. Like, whatever, I'm mm-hmm. gonna die one day. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to live my whole life being pissed about this. Right. Yeah. But I still don't like it. It's not that I don't love my body. It's mm-hmm. I just it's okay to not like, like things it, about yeah. your body. It's right. just and there's nothing I could do. Like I could try some laser treatments or something, but it's hard when you have dark skin because yeah. there's not a lot of things that are out there that can really help you. Mm. Cause that's not people don't focus on black skin anyway. Yeah. Especially when you're really dark too, mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah. I just had to let it go. Mm-hmm.
1: I felt like my biggest thing was I was always very tiny, like one twenty-five, yeah. and both of my children are huge. Like you know, really, Zen was a piece was eight eleven, and Zen oh. was nine ten, oh, was and I was like, piece. oh my, Zen was
3: nine ten, yeah.
1: And amazing. I gained 70 pounds with both of my wow. kids. Like what? I retain a lot you of water. Didn't even look, you, I, I feel like when you were pregnant, you didn't look like you
0: gained oh, 70 baby. pounds. baby,
1: yes. If you look at pictures, you'd be like, okay, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> but my biggest thing was I had body dysmorphia before yeah. same mm-hmm. thing. I would always pick myself apart, like since I was younger. Right. And I remember after I had peace, maybe when she was like six or seven months and I would look at pictures of my old self and I literally had to like go inward and apologize to my, inner. Yeah. So I was like, I am so sorry. Yeah. Cause I was like, I was beating myself up over how I looked and I looked, perfect i looked fine yeah i was like but i was so sad so getting finally ridding this idea of like trying to get back to old self and really embracing like this new version of myself i love my body now of course there I I, my boobies is saggy i have my little extra skin but i'm so much more confident yeah same even down to the sex thing I literally wouldn't like masturbate or anything before because I didn't feel comfortable like in my own skin. Oh wow! But now that I've had children, I'm like, oh, I feel sexy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like oh. you've come I'm into I'm like, oh, yourself. let me like touch myself, yeah. and I'm like, wait. And at first, I was so like against that yeah. idea. I'm like, this is really weird. But now I'm like, no, bitch, you're fine. <laughs> you I'm are. I'm like, I and I'm yeah. like, I don't know if that's like a weird thing. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> I'm like, but it, it has given me so much more confidence yeah. that I feel like I can now accept myself like as a woman. I beat myself up over the fact that I thought I would be able to I was
2: never thinking about a snap back as much as like I can work out like I've always worked out Yeah. But something I realized is that when I was smaller before kids and I thought I was big right. anytime I needed to like lose a couple pounds and go on vacation whatever body I would go right yes, away. my body would totally respond but it was never me trying to like Lose a bunch of fat mm-hmm, weight, mm-hmm. right? It was like, oh, let me just get it right before I go to Miami, right? Know? Yeah. And then post baby is like this very concerted, like now I have to lose this weight that's never been there before. Yep. And so honestly, Felicia, like following your journey post Zen, I did not mm-hmm. see post peace, but like post Zen of like the the ginger shots and the, all the workouts that you were doing, and and I was like very inspired, but still on on my couch. Um, every <laughs> once in a while, <laughs> inspired, <a> <laughs> I go out and like <laughs> jog a little bit. But for me, I thought that would be me. Mm -hmm. And I've been very disappointed, I think, in myself for not Working harder, but then mm-hmm. I'm also like I'm doing so much, and yeah. I had three back to back, and like so I don't I just feel like I'm still beating myself up. I'm gonna over just it.
3: also throw this out there that like age is a big thing. In yes, the like yeah. your body doesn't work the way it used to in your mm-hmm. 20s, in your late 20s, your early 30s, your late 30s. Like mm-hmm. things change, and yeah. like with more children, hormones change. Women, Girl. I feel that women's hormones are just not addressed in general. Yeah, because yeah. I just know for me, it's like I have done every diet. I'm extremely fucking strong in the gym so for me at the end of the day it was like Mm -hmm. this just might be my new body yeah yeah and and, and what is
0: my doctor it wasn't my doctor prenatal it was actually my doctor who does my laser hair I went to talk to him because they had like some kind of um machine that burns the fat Mm -hmm. and I was asking him about it like like can I get it so then he did an exam he was like first of all you don't have a lot of body fat he's like you have ab separation Mm -hmm. he said but when you have specifically the fat just in your stomach as a woman that is completely hormonal based and he was talking to me about how after women have babies, they are you basically have a wound, and you should have wound care, and your hormones are out of whack. He was like, "So you should be getting like hormone medicine and getting everything to re-regulate your body." Mm-hmm. But he said most women don't get that, so he's no. like, they're trying to lose weight and don't realize you're not going to lose that weight if your hormones are off. Yeah. So it just remind when you said that, I'm just thinking like we don't even know, yeah, what's going on in our body. We We're not getting the proper care, and
1: it's not a one size fits all thing. Not at all. And, and it, that's the biggest thing when always like you your body needs to only you can only gain this amount and I'm like wait I can't only gain fit my body just doesn't work like that when I'm pregnant so I'm like who is the prototype I want (laughs) to know and when did you guys take this like like, I have
3: done every I've been vegan, I have been vegetarian, I have been keto, whatever the hell it is. (laughs) I have worked out two two a days, orange theory. I have Mm -hmm. never gotten back to my pre-baby body weight. No matter how fit or fine I was, I still carried that extra 15 to 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. Now, mind you, again, I have bigger breasts, I have thicker thighs now, but I'm okay with that. The thing that changed the game for me was I remember... I was going to therapy and I was talking about everything under the sun with therapy, but I remember going to her and saying, you know, and I just don't understand. I'm like, I say I want to be a certain weight and look a certain way, but here I came in here with a muffin and I'm like, I just want to fucking eat the muffin <laughs> and she was just like, because you don't feel like you're in control. Yeah. So you want to you want to rebel against the idea mm-hmm. of control. Mm. And she was just like, I want you to stop waiting to feel good about yourself. She said, don't wait to go buy yourself a new outfit because you're not at the desired weight Mm -hmm. or size that you are. Go find something that fits your body now, that makes you feel good now, before you start criticizing and saying, I've got to wait before I can put that dress on or get Mm -hmm. that, you know. I feel like the culture we're in right now is so confusing Mm -hmm. because on one regard, you've got women talking about snapback culture and if you got work done and all God. these things and then mm-hmm. on the other side we have this beautiful representation of body positivity with mm-hmm. artists like Lizzo yeah mm-hmm. and we're like yes like yes like this is who how confident you need to be yet there's another dialogue going on that's like you don't need to be like that you need to snap back you need to go see a doctor mm-hmm. yet it's almost like if it's done from self-love rather than self-hate mm-hmm. then we can accept it yeah you know so it's like even surgery, it's like if you're doing it from self-love, then OK, but we have this idea that if you do it from self-hate, yeah. you know, it's it's shunned down upon, yeah, you know. Yep. And I think that as long as you're doing anything from self-love, mm-hmm. then that is what you need yeah. to honor. But again, like it can be very confusing yeah. because yeah. I do want to be able to walk out there and be like, this is what I look like. Right. But to, to be honest, if you have the confidence to walk out and say, this is what I look like, I'm unapologetic. Yeah. Who's going to tell you differently? Yeah. It right. all but comes equally- from you,
0: though. I feel like my thoughts about body is a little controversial at times Mm -hmm. because self love is also taking care of yourself. Yes. So it's not about just like allow letting yourself go and being an unhealthy. There there is such thing. I don't care what anybody says. There is such thing as an unhealthy weight. I agree. You don't and you can't just for for, for one one, for your person. Mm -hmm. Each individual person like we don't all you know that scale that they base it off of is BS. But I personally don't believe in people just letting themselves go and they be like I just love myself. No (laughs) you don't because now you are at higher risk for diseases that's not healthy either you know what I mean now but there's a space between yes but equally I I have a problem sometimes when people do that and then they're like no I just love myself the way I am and I don't want people judging me but that's not also sending a positive message because people my dad used to smoke and he'd be like this is my body blah blah yeah but you're gonna kill yourself and Mm -hmm. you have children like that's selfish so for me I feel like you shouldn't be basing yourself off of a specific weight but if you are exercising moderately eating healthy moderately Mm -hmm. and you're just a specific weight like that's good you know what I mean but if it's there can be both ends of the spectrum where you just don't take care of yourself at all and you get to be a certain weight or you obsess about your weight and you're doing every single diet and exercising to the point of no return and you're like looking perfect but that's
3: not healthy either you know what I mean Yeah, it has to be in between somewhere but but that is different from your mind like what you're doing for yourself you could be doing all the things. Like I said, I did all the things and I still looked at my body and I was like, why is it not responding? Me too. You know, so it really comes from a state of mind, but to the point, it's a a symbiotic relationship. Mm -hmm. You have to be doing the work to feel good, to be like, I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm proud of where I have Come or where I'm at. Yes. And I will not allow any external factors to make me feel bad about that. No, and I'm now still going to get my
0: boobs done. W- and this
3: is. Yeah. That was my biggest thing
1: with losing weight with both of the kids. I had to really learn and train my mind to love each yeah. size that I was age. Because it's like if I'm if I'm originally 120 and I'm uh, two about to be two something by the time that I deliver them. Yeah, that's it's like. And then it, that was the thing. I'm like, I want to buy new pants, but then I don't want to buy new pants because I still have 50 more pounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to fall in love with like right. this version of you. And then once you're done with this, you're going to have to spend a little bit more money to <laughs> be fall in love with pants, this. But, yeah. but it really helped me to like yes. understand and really exercise this yeah. idea of like loving thyself on like, I'm like at any side. And at there's some stage. shit you want to alter. Even this, I'm like, I feel like I look great. But I'm still about to go get this stomach cut off. And so, I'm still about to get these boobies. And I don't give so a let's, shit what let's somebody thinks. Yes, I, yes, yes. oh, okay. I can't wait to see your titties. Oh, I can't wait to see my titties. So I'm about to be telling people. This like, is definitely yes. happening. I'm like, you, I'm I'll here show for you it. where yeah. you are. Are you going? Oh, I have an appointment. Baby, the 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 damn is almost all paid off. I am not playing. So wait, let's back this up. This is a plan. Let's too. back <laughs> up. Okay. How old
2: were you when you had your last kid? And yes. then I, you know, like I said, I mentioned seeing your journey. Yeah. Right? So how long did you go hard?
1: So, okay, so this is my thing. I do not know why, but when I first had, when I first got pregnant with Peace, remember I was telling you guys, I never envisioned myself as like being a mom. Yeah, I always yeah. thought I was going to be the auntie that was cool. Didn't happen like that. I'm the cool mom <laughs> and the cool auntie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that with pride. So when I had Peace, I was like, okay, I have this idea that I want to have my children before I turn 30 okay. because of the whole hormonal thing. And I right. was like, and then I want my body to snap back because I also had this idea of like, I want to be back skinny. Just crazy Mm -hmm. it ended up happening how it happened so it worked because you were skinny right Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so um yeah so I did that and then but I also knew after I had my second baby that I wanted to get my boobs done okay and then after I had my first I'm like oh I'm probably gonna end up needing a tummy tuck too because I'm so tiny they stretch me out so much Mm -hmm. I'm strong but I also have the ab separation and I have loose skin so yeah I just second baby here we go so I had peace when I was 23 And then I had Zen when I was, hell, where am I now? 30, 28? Yeah, I had Zen when I was 28. And so, yeah, I feel like
3: this is the perfect time. Here we go. Do you think that, because obviously with surgery mm-hmm. comes the risk of if you have children later on in yeah. life. Do you plan to do you plan? Do you know? I plan to crash that bridge when I get there. Oh.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> I literally She's because, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> That's
0: no, none but, of my business. I, I thought <laughs> about <laughs> it because I because I'm I just like, know mm-hmm. that most
3: doctors will say, Hey, if you're gonna repair that, you might want to consider if you're finished having children yeah. because it can it can basically ruin everything that you work for. Oh yeah. Before. Then
0: you would have to get the surgery again. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I feel like I'm done having kids. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm like I've i two is enough for me Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah okay Mm -mm. yeah
3: I think you know it's interesting because that the thought of that for me is different and I think it's changed I think because I had a cesarean and it made me very traumatized to to surgery yeah that I just thought why would I elect to have surgery again for any reason like why like surgery to me is a risk period like whether it's elective no matter how many times it's been done we've heard the stories there's always a risk involved Mm -hmm. and I'm just not About, I I don't like to take risks with my health. For me, I would personally have to get to a place where the risks outweigh or the benefits outweigh the risks Mm -hmm. for me, you know. Mm -hmm. And, like, I support women doing whatever they want to do with their bodies. It is what it is. For me personally, I do look at the risk when it comes involved. Like, anytime you cut your body open, anytime you do something to it, whether it's elective or or necessity, Mm -hmm. there is a risk involved. And so, for me, I think I would have to get to that place to feel like, I feel completely safe and comfortable with this. This will elevate my life, my mood, my outlook on a a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So for right now, I'm just doing the best that I can. And I've come a long way because I can honestly say like I put on 80 plus pounds Mm -hmm. and I was over 200 pounds after I had Cam and it was insane because... Your family says things. My family's Caribbean. They always just say in the comments, you used to be a little skinny mini. I look at you. No, you get oh. big, so. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm man. carrying a baby. Like, yeah. and, and I yeah. didn't. And
0: that doesn't make you feel good. No. Yeah. And you know what?
3: And I remember when I went to the doctor at like six months, the, 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 do- the nurse said to me, she said, oh. And I said, what happened? She says, you um, you put on 11 pounds since your last visit. I said, is that a lot? She was like, "Um, it's, it's, it's quite a lot. And and I was like, it's, well, what is it? And she's like, well, you've already put on over 40 pounds for your pregnancy already. And you still have four months to go.
0: Oh, wow. And
3: I was like, she says, well, it was Thanksgiving. Was, did, she's like, how was your diet? I said, uh-huh. I didn't eat the whole damn turkey. Uh-huh. I was like, I didn't sit there and that's eat so everything rude. on the table. Yeah, that's a but lot. But she was really asking me. And for me, it's like, I had to really... At that point, now you've made me conscious yeah, like of my weight. And I yeah. have four more months to go. My doctor, That's he was horrible. wonderful. He came in and I said, What am I supposed to do? And he's like, I'm never gonna tell a pregnant woman to go on a diet. Yeah. He's I like, so he's like, just he was like, yeah. just let that go. He, yeah. he came in and said that to me. And he was like, just let it go. He was like, just be mindful, yeah. you know, moving forward that you are. He's like, No, know, know that the larger you get, the harder it's going to be on okay. your body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So be mindful of that. But I didn't think. It's so funny because, again, we have this idea. It's like, you're pregnant. Eat. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Feel good. But there is a point yep. where nobody tells you when that last that that 80 pounds that you put on was going to be so hard to get up out of bed and move after oh, you had God. a baby. Yeah, and lose with after you have. What yes. Up? And then after you have a C-section. Just all of that, nobody prepared me for that. So mm-hmm. I had to do so much work. When I tell you so much mental and self love work mm-hmm. to just let go of these ideas, mm-hmm. you know, and just say, all right, you may never go back to 130 again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just going to stay at 145 at your best and strongest, fittest. Or are you, a, can you live with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can, yeah. I can live yeah. with it. But again, like I said, for me, just, I think it's all personal and I think you have to know where you're at and you have to be comfortable with those decisions and you really just have to you have to you have to own it Mm -hmm. because I don't like when women are out here flaunting bodies Mm -hmm. saying, oh, well, you know, I just had five kids and it's just like there's a whole world not that Girl. women have to divulge all their business yeah. but I'm just saying this culture that we have even mm-hmm. just of cosmetic surgery facelifts or nose jobs or whatever it is and we have a slew of celebrities that are out there talk, wearing other faces now that they never used to not have other faces. that never <laughs> that never admits that yeah. they've done things yeah. you know never admits right and that again, makes it hard oh I, I
0: feel differently about that wait about people's faces no about people flaunting their snapback because this is just my opinion about it no no no
3: hold she on don't get me wrong. i'm not saying that you're not allowed to flaunt okay. it flaunt that shit you paid for that shit you're Work talking about on that the illusion shit. i'm talking like about the, the illusion, illusion that you're and then people out here killing them
1: like how come I can't do that but it's like but she didn't even do it but see but that admit that you have help admit that you like that's okay I
0: I feel like that there's an onus on ourselves as consumers right Mm -hmm. and that's how I try to teach my daughter people are not honest yeah you don't know what someone did or didn't do first of all you need to not be comparing yourself to other people because number one you don't know beyond if they had surgery you don't know what their genetic makeup is like we're not the same so for me I I think I consume that the same way. I I put that in the same category as everything when I'm on Instagram, right? Like I didn't grow up with a lot of money. I don't, when I see other people building their dream homes and other shit that I don't have yet, like I can't even fit all my kids in my car that I have. Like we need to get a new car. So I see other people flaunting those things like, oh, we're getting our dream home and blah, blah, blah. And that can be stressful. Or like when I see other people like, oh, my show just got greenlit or I just got a book deal. And I'm just like, damn, like I'm trying to work towards those things. I have to check myself like that's not my life. Mm, That's not where I'm at. You don't know their journey. We have to teach our daughters specific. Specifically, if you have girls and even ourselves, right, when you are online or you're consuming, that's number one. Why I don't let my daughter get on Instagram? Shame. Like she has her own little page and I let her post something and she has to log right off. Like she's not allowed to. Mm-hmm skim the internet Mm -hmm. um and it's because I understand how powerful that can be it's hard it's a human reaction you see that but I consistently when I see that I'm like either they got something done or they didn't but that my body doesn't look like that Mm -hmm. so like what am I doing to love myself the way
3: I look because I can't Keep comparing myself to other people. Yeah. No, so, I mean the comparison issue is one hundred percent where it begins.
2: So here's where I struggle, right? So I know I sort of started this with like body image, which is definitely a problem for me. <laughs> but it's also like mom life and yeah. feeling like, man, if I just had more time to to make this workout happen consistently, or to like be more thoughtful about what I'm eating and what even even before what I'm eating, what I'm shopping for, etc. Like right. I constantly feel like. I don't know what my body can do because I haven't like pushed pushed it it that hard yet. Or like sometimes I'll push it and kind of be like, I see no change. And so I get discouraged and then life gets busy. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I just feel like from a mom standpoint, like I just struggle to find the time to make the commitment to diet and exercise. And then I'm like, what is my body going to do? Is it going to work? Is it not? Is the diastasis right? Like I went to yoga. I went to hot yoga for a period. Yeah. I love hot yoga, but I started it fairly recently for like a month. And then I had to, uh, what's the word? Um, Not adjust, but like I had to modify yeah. everything, you know? Yeah. And it was one of those fast hot yoga. Where they're like, all right, do this yeah, and yeah. do that. And so I'm like, well, I can't do that.
0: Well, you yeah. should have went to a beginner's class. And then there's nothing wrong with modifying anything. Yeah. There's nothing
2: wrong, wrong, but you have to know yes, what that's you that's can't wrong. do. That's what, so what I was, I was like, I got to study you. this whole. I do
0: think for you specifically you like I find myself similar to you in that aspect but another thing is Chia had a just a real I call it Arian conversation with me mm-hmm. and he was just like well he can't be a real nigga but I'm the real nigga so it's fine but <laughs> I didn't
2: know what you meant oh, when you said R N it's a real anyway. nigga conversation no, I, I got it now and he
0: just was like Ashley it's just a real ass conversation because it was the same conversation about me writing mm-hmm. finding time to write find the time to do anything right Mm. and he said Ashley how many shows do you watch at night so let's say you don't watch shows but you're just up editing stuff right it doesn't even matter he said what matters to you will matter to you Mm -hmm. he said you will make the time for the things that are important to you he's like I don't want to hear about your body anymore if you are asking me to pick up Oreos he was like I don't want to hear about your body anymore if I'm like (laughs) hey you want to go to the gym and you're like no I'm just going to watch my show he's like I'm not going to push you to do anything you don't want to do Mm -hmm. but equally you need to have responsibility responsibility over your own life Mm -hmm. like you're making the time for the things you want so that goes for you too like you have to say if you got to wake up 30 minutes earlier and be like I'm just going to do this 30 minute exercise like yes sleep is important but at some point the same way you sacrifice everything for your career Mm -hmm. you have to put your body and your health in that same category Mm -hmm. because if you don't if you're not healthy and you burn yourself to the ground no matter how many good shows you have you're not going to be healthy enough to be around to benefit from any of that Mm -hmm. so really it's just a conversation with yourself about how bad do you want to be healthy or how bad do you want to be in shape or how bad do you want that stomach to go down your stomach is really not bothering you because you're not doing anything about it that's just the truth when it bothers you enough you'll start working out
1: that's why i started that's why when i like once i started losing my weight or even just getting on my my program has been drop peace off at school right uh get the stroller and puts in on his walk but it was also a very big thing of like okay he likes to be outside so it was like my little motivation of like all right you're gonna push this big ass stroller this big ass kid mm-hmm. but it's helped me to lose weight but yeah. I literally won't everybody knows I don't schedule anything if it's past 10 you know only past 10 but before that I'm like that's my little hour and a half window yeah. to do my thing with no excuse like this is what it is that's what you that know what time I mean is carved and out other for. people like, put their lives
0: that. you know when you're trying to schedule a meeting with somebody whatever it don't matter if they're asleep or they're this one thing I learned from the Jewish community they put their religion first like they're not doing certain things or certain Fridays, days on their holidays yes. and <laughs> <yes>. shut down <laughs> like we have to people I just don't think that people think they even deserve to have limitations to have yep. boundaries yep. we feel like we have to always be available this for our career I'm like for, yeah our for everything culture. Culture, it's culture. like you got to rewrite it's that just too reactive. like you got to rewrite that like actually I'm not people will magically find a way to be available when you're available right yeah so you just have to put yourself first I know that I'm not a morning person I work out at night I will work out at one o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. Because there's just no way in the world I'm getting up early. It's just
3: not, my body's not wired that way. You just have to know thyself. Yes. Yes. And I think too, like Cody, for you, I think part of the thing is is that like, there's a middle ground, I think, between what Ashley's saying and what you're saying is, Mm -hmm. and I always just tend to act from a very like, well space of (laughs) forgiveness for self and grace with self. Now don't get me wrong. There is definitely a question and discipline that is needed and required for results. However, I also am very, Again, through I think my journey, I had to exercise more of that because I was so self-critical. And this idea of perfectionism was always in my mind just through how I was raised and what I did growing up. So for me, I had to work to find the middle ground to be like, if you're doing the best that you could today. And of course, we can always say you could do better if you (laughs) just plan your day a little differently. But again... To her point, what matters to you will matter to you. And you know, you just have to have understanding that's just like, this is where I'm at. Just like I know there's times I get to with working out and I'm just like, I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. And I have to own that. Like, I understand that if I make a decision, I don't want to work out. I'm not in the mood. And we talked about this the other day. Like, I don't care. Like, I just, I have to own that then. And yeah. I also have to own what yeah. comes. You know what's yeah, interesting?
0: Yeah. You said your mom was like a little more strict and there's like an error, like of perfection, right? Mm-hmm. My mom was the complete opposite. Is She was too lenient. So wow. I feel like it taught me to be slightly lazy. Mm. And now I literally have this conversation with my oldest daughter all the time. And I was telling her like, it's funny that you're saying that because you're like I'm giving myself grace and I'm and but that triggers me mm. because I'm like I know where that can end up.
1: Yeah, when you yeah, get yeah. too
0: laxadaisy about things, so I think that's why now. I'm more realizing that sometimes you do have to just be more strict. Yeah. If you have a goal, because I that's how I am. I'm like, I'll write when I feel like it, when the Lord blesses me <laughs> with a thought. Girl. And my Girl. show will happen when it happens. I'll rewrite this and edit this. That does not like get shit experience. done. No, It'll be like five years later and they're waiting on you to send edits. And you're like,
3: no, mm. yeah. no, no. So no. I feel like, plan you know, and structure yes, are super if important you have a yourself. specific
0: <laughs> goal, and if it's you want your stomach to go mm-hmm. down, you can love yourself into infinity. But that's just not going to go nowhere unless you get up yeah. mm-hmm. and work out and yeah. eat differently. Yeah. Like, especially when it comes to your stomach, it is 90 percent, 80 percent diet, 20 percent working out. Mm-hmm. I know people who work out all the time and they do not look any different because they don't change their diet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. you might as well change your diet if you're not going to work out. Yeah. Before that, you will see results faster that way than you will working out every day and not changing the way you eat. And I don't even think people. Well, you know, our relationship with food is just there's not a lot it's, of education no. around. And I think
1: think also not being so married, because I know my thing has gone to when I first am losing weight I have this idea like this is what my goal is and I get I get like obsessively I'm I, that's just how I've always been like if I have a goal I'm about to go get that shit yeah. so I would work out five days a week and then on the weekends but then when I lost the weight now it's like okay I'm gonna work out three times out of the but I have to do it for my mental health because I just yeah. get depressed real easy if I don't exercise serotonin release so now I'm like okay three times out of the week but I'm not married to like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday it's this I'm like no if I don't want to do it monday tuesday wednesday but i want to do it thursday friday, friday yeah. saturday yeah. but i still i just have this idea that at least three times right. out of the week i yeah. have to exercise so yeah. i think that that's like that's a middle ground yeah like having that's where she ground. wanted to
0: be though she yeah. didn't have that mentality to get there she yeah. got where she oh, yeah, wanted to be and then first, was like oh okay, i bite the bullet i'm
1: like here we and then that's the thing too with exercising i my thing is I, like, okay, before, right after I had peace, I got down to where I can run, like, a marathon in a day. Right. I literally would wake up be like, hey, I'm going to run 26 yeah, miles. Yeah, like, I was just, looking at that, like, just I so could crazy, run a I don't mile. Did you? Wait, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. I right yeah. not well, because that because I literally <laughs> just get to a point where I go into a meditative state when I exercise, whether it's with yoga or running. I just found my thing that makes me turn my brain off. I'm a very, like, action, in the moment, like, meditator. I'm, I can't sit and hunt. Like, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, So... You need moving I got, meditation. Yeah, yeah. yeah gotta be moving. So I just got to the point where like, okay, I know that I just has in and I can't run. Even though my mind thinks that I can run <laughs> six miles, I can't do I literally couldn't even run one mile. But that first week is like, okay, the goal is six miles, Fee. Be realistic, because you're gonna Beat yourself up for not even you can't do it. Damn yeah. it, mm-hmm. your biggest shit right now. It's not gonna <laughs> work. So the first week, I'm like, okay, you're gonna run one mile and you're gonna run it as fast as you can, but don't break your back. Yeah. So then the next week, it's like now you're gonna start doing two miles and you're gonna go a little bit faster. So each week, but it's like if I tell myself I'm gonna get abs, and it's like it's not realistic. Yeah. Right. Like you gotta okay. reel it back okay. in and really break. It's like that's the big goal, but you have to break down the big goal, or yeah. you're never
3: gonna. Fight. You're gonna keep giving up. Yeah. You're literally yeah. gonna keep giving yeah, up, it, it and that, that is that is the, the, yeah. the, the cycle that is yeah. so hard to get out of yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. that's but
1: that's my and I feel like that is what has made a lot of my goal setting successful is because I you do not try down. to bite it all at smart. one time, yeah. I'm like break yeah. it down. Like I know I want to write a book. I know yeah. I want this podcast to be successful. I know I want to have all these, and I'm like, but bitch, sorry, I cuss a lot too. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, but one thing at a time. Yeah. You yeah. also need to. You yeah. still have a business that is running. You still have two kids. You yeah. still have yourself. You yeah. still want a date. You still have. I'm like, hold You're a chocolate on, chocolate man. Yeah, I'm like, chocolate. bring it in. You know, but yeah. uh, yes, yeah. Cody.
2: Well, then in between. <laughs> oh, you said yes, Cody. To you look like you are going to say so. Oh yeah. Well what I was going to say is I know this conversation can go on forever. Uh, and forever. <laughs> but we gotta wrap it up I love y'all I appreciate y'all I will um, try to run a mile I think next <laughs> week. I'm, I'm, I'm like just for real so just now you know I was just killing 10,000 you know, steps a day for a while. while I was you very excited about, about that, the that. and then I fell off when life got really hard Um, but I'll get back there you, you <laughs> just get your, there. you'll
3: get you'll get
2: there. Yeah, you. I'll appreciate y'all
3: um. and
2: for those of you at home please like this podcast Follow, love this podcast, this podcast, podcast in fact. love, it, love and it, rate it, share it the Mama's Den, we are here for you week after week, we're well, really for ourselves and by extension all of the mamas, <laughs> thanks ladies
1: thank you